0: Hello everyone, this is Attack the Backlog, the podcast where I, Mark tries try to make a dent in their backlog, one game at a time. This episode is all about Hitman Go, a board game-like take on the video game series of the same name. Hitman Go originally came out for iOS on April 17th, 2014, and then made its way to Android a few months later, followed by eventual releases on Windows Phone yep, Windows proper, PlayStation 4 and PlayStation Vita. I played it on PlayStation 4, well, I finished it on PlayStation 4, because it is one of the 10 games that isn't backward compatible on PlayStation 5 and the only one I actually own, so I figured now was the perfect time to give Hitman Go a, well, proper go. What became apparent almost immediately was that Hitman Go is very much so a mobile game. And I don't say that in a derogatory sense. The whole time I was playing Hitman Go on my PS4, I couldn't help but think, man, this would probably feel way better and more natural on a touchscreen device. But I was committed to playing it on PS4 so I can move on to the next generation with no regrets, and so I could get some sweet-ass trophies while I was at it. Don't get me wrong, it is still perfectly playable with a traditional gamepad, but it feels at home on a phone or tablet. If I was pippy Longstocking, PC and consoles would be to this and to that, and mobile would be Just right. But enough about the controls. The game is broken up into four areas comprised of 15 levels each with three additional bonus areas, two of which came out after the game's initial release, included for free in the definitive edition, which is what you get on PC, PS4, and Vita. How everything works on mobile I'm not entirely sure. These bonus areas require a certain number of assassin tokens or Whatever they're called to unlock tokens you earn by completing level-based objectives, like completing a level in less than a certain number of moves or completing a level without killing anyone. And said bonus areas include one inspired by Hitman Blood Money and another inspired by the Saint Petersburg Stakeout mission from Hitman 2: Silent Assassin. As to be expected, the game introduces new enemies and new ways to deal with said enemies the further you progress, which goes a long way in keeping the relatively short experience consistently fresh. It took me roughly two hours to make my way through the main four areas and then i spent an additional 15 or so minutes tackling the blood money inspired levels because i love blood money and will never say no to a chance to experience anything blood money related spoilers The blood money levels aren't that special and in no way made me nostalgic for the game I love. They're not bad levels, they're just not great blood money levels. But I've gone on and on enough without actually talking about the gameplay, and I think it's about time I did that, don't you agree? I'm going to assume you're nodding quietly and begin. As I mentioned earlier, Hitman Go is a board game-like puzzle game where you play as Agent 47 and have to reach the exit without getting caught, and sometimes, but only sometimes have to take out a designated target instead. Movement works along a grid-based system and is turn-based in the sense that enemies will only move when you move if they even move at all. You start off dealing with enemies who can't move at all and will eventually find yourself trying to make your way through levels full of enemies who are always moving, those who will chase you if you get too close, and those who will shoot you if you get in their line of sight, amongst others. The addition of new enemy types never makes the game more challenging per se, but only more complicated if that makes any sense. What I mean by that is, later levels require more thought But given its turn-based nature, one's dexterity never comes into play, so the question of whether you can physically pull something off need not apply. It's all rather simple, honestly, but simple in this case is good, and it does a wonderful job of capturing the feel of Hitman in bite-sized chunks. You can take out enemies by landing in the same spot as them, as long as they're not looking in your direction. You can distract enemies with rocks and cans, and every now and again, you can disguise yourself in an enemy's uniform if there happens to be a conveniently placed- mannequin with said uniform on it. Little things like this give the game its hitman feel despite being a very different type of game. You'll even be able to use Agent 47's classic silver ballers, his dual silence pistols, in later levels to take out Almost any enemy in your line of sight, there are enemies with shields who show up eventually and they, even if their back is turned to you, can't be taken out with a gunshot but only by sneaking up behind or beside them. Of all of these mechanics, it's the disguising ability that feels a bit off. When you don a new outfit. You can only move freely between enemies wearing the same uniform. Maybe it's just me, but I feel like if anyone is going to notice someone out of place in a uniform, it's going to be those who share the same uniform and probably know their fellow colleagues. I understand why it's handled this way from a gameplay standpoint. It's much simpler and easy to understand, especially from a visual standpoint, but at the very least it made me think, huh, I have done it this way? Does Hitman Go give you as much freedom as the mainline series? No. But it asks you to use your creative thinking to figure out how to deal with these situations in various ways, from quietly to loudly, and it all works surprisingly well. The clean and sterile aesthetic suits Hitman Go very well, as does his crisp black suit and red tie. And hearing Ave Maria every now and again made it all feel like home. Fun fact, I've written this entire script while listening to Ave Maria on repeat in the background. Also, I've got shorts every color. Look at all my shit. Scarface on repeat. Scarface on repeat, y'all. Look at all my shit, my shitty, shitty reference to a movie that has nothing to do with Hitman and is also not a good movie. But I'll keep that movie a mystery to those who don't know what the hell is going on anymore. Hitman Go does exactly what it's supposed to do. It captures the magic of Hitman in a puzzle format and stands on its own as a great and unique experience. Whether you're a fan of Hitman or not, Hitman Go is worth giving a go if you're a fan of puzzle games. It may not top or replace the Hitman games, not that anyone thought it would, but it stands alongside them as a great addition to a great series and what more could you ask for? Anyway, that will do it for this her episode of Attack the Backlog. Once again, I am Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Sausage Podcast, and Unamazingly Baca, all of which are available on podcast services across the globe. You can also check out the art I make. And if you see something you like, you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day.